open up my window. Hi, Cass. Hey, Don. We have um, our uh, member of the sisters family with us tonight. It is um, it is the uh, muse and <laughs> and goddess of Elder yeah. Moon, the school of what it, it's Elder Moon. I always Elder get it wrong. No, Elder Moon School of Herbs is yes. good enough. Elder, Elder Moon, Moon School. School of Herbs. Jen has taught us so much about herbs, as we know, whether you are an earth spiritualist or not the information is incredibly helpful every single time. And I think it was, I don't know, maybe a year and a half ago when we brought up the fact that uh, marijuana was becoming legal in various um, states in now New York. Yes. And Jen said, we should just save the conversation for a whole <laughs> podcast. Um, and, and I'm really, uh, as we've talked about it in the, in the past that like neither Kathy or I, uh, partake. And should I do the disclaimer? It. I don't mean to yes. cut you off because Don is going to start going because it's a great topic. Jen, welcome. We're so excited. Don, I'm sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to yeah. make sure we did our disclaimer. So this is for information only, although there is, um, you know, we are educated in, in the medical field. This is not, this is for entertainment purposes only. This is a discussion and nothing that we are saying is selling to a specific person, product or anything. Did I miss right. anything? That's correct. No, yeah, I think that's right. Okay. So, um, uh, yeah, Kathy and I, we, we've never been successful really in getting high. I, at least I know I haven't. <laughs> no, I get, I get too successful. <laughs> I don't really get high. I'm that person that's like, is it working? And then I just fall asleep or not, or yeah. But, um, nevertheless, uh, I really, really want to know, um, more about what you know, which is you've described in the past about how our bodies are actually responsive to this plants. So, um, Jen Costa, you, we can find you at your elder moon school of herbs mm -hmm. and it you're on Patreon. Yes. And I know that some of our listeners are, Oh yeah. Or, uh, they're in your Patreon circle, which is really great. Mm -hmm. So thank you for coming back again. Thanks, oh, Jen. I love being with you too. You're the best. I do. <laughs> and you're beautiful. Too bad it's a podcast because you're glamorous. <laughs> Nobody can see how glamorous you are, but trust me, everybody, she's glamorous. And I'm glamorous too. If you could see me now. Look at you. <laughs> and, and for our, yes. And for, yeah, for those of you, it's a podcast. For those of you, we're, we are recording at night, but Kathy's eyes are bothering her. So she's wearing sunglasses. She looks like fucking Jack Nicholson at the Oscars right now. And it's not my first rodeo with these things. I always put them on watching TV. Um, <laughs> because you're like, um, you, uh, uh, your optometrist a while ago told you that because of the psychic work you do, you need um, lenses. Yeah. So, so you're like the little old lady in Poltergeist. <laughs> I I just, she, has, she has shaded glasses. Because I have tinted glasses. Yeah. Tinted glasses for that reason. Isn't that, that funny? It does. It, it, it affects my eye. It's if my eyes are very much affected by the work that I do. I don't know where that comes from because you know what, honestly, energetically, scientifically, I would say kinesthesiology, I would say all my energy is in my head. So mm. it's either, you know, when you have too much in your head, something's about to malfunction. So I think I, my eyes have always been 
uh, an issue and I just got some styes going on and I'm going to look like a codfish. <laughs> but... I'm going to actually take a picture. You're going to look like a codfish. Like a goddamn codfish. <laughs> I'm <take> a <laughs> right now. <laughs> that was so crazy. But uh, yeah, so I have tinted glasses and they're very helpful. My eyes are sensitive and my ears are very sensitive. So I have musician plugs that I put in. It's very mm-hmm. helpful for de-stressing as well. Just wanted to yeah. Put- yeah, yeah. Sensory deprivation. I'm a, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime <laughs> we can get that. Um, so I know we're going to be talking about uh, the marijuana, but mm-hmm. I, I did want to just give a shout out, if that's okay, guys, that uh, for everybody who had listened to our previous podcast about our sister Tracy, the love that's pouring in is is beyond measure. And I just want to say thank you, Don, and I want to say thank you. And um, uh, we're doing really well with it. I was able to go out to Vegas and see her and help her get organized and get her settled. And that made a huge difference. I was able to look into her eyes and really see what she really needed and how her spirit was. And she seems to be where, you know, I think I went through a grieving period very quickly. It was like, I was really sad, depressed, angry, you know, and then I got to acceptance and I was able to talk to her today and uh i said to her i was like i'm really excited for you i'm actually at a point where i'm like let's do this go 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 and she's like yes and she was feeling the same way so i think we were super connected and the relief that um you know she's going into an exciting place and so i'm looking at the attitude of celebratory situation now so we're just celebrating uh, her next chapter and our attitude is really positive. And so the sadness is kind of switching its role where of course we're going to be sad. She's not, she won't be here with us physically, but we're going to celebrate this time because this is amazing, you know? And so we know what she's in for. She's going to have a good time mm-hmm. she's gonna waiting for her. She's going to have a great time. And here we are mm-hmm. with sunglasses on. Cause I have, <laughs> because i have styes in my eye and i'm overstimulated (laughs) so it's all about perspective well it is a lot you know (laughs) but you're choosing you're choosing a beautiful uh like your attitude's phenomenal you know like you get to choose so yeah i definitely i definitely did mindful i'm definitely doing mindful grieving you know which we talked about before which is you know if when I get when the emotion comes, feel it, cry it out, but then go, wait a second. The reality is she's going to be fantastic and it's not about me. Her path and her her cycle of death and life and all that is not about me. So mm. I need to stop putting things on me. And that's when I'm starting to feel better. You know, yeah. that loving detached philosophy is mm. really coming into play and working out because uh, if I walk in the walk, this is part of it. You know, you're in training and you've worked really hard to get to this point and you put it in action when it's put in front of you. Like this yeah. is the one of the hardest things is yeah. going to be losing my sister, like all like I'm the youngest. So when Donna goes, I don't know how I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. She's going to haunt me. It's going to be crazy, <laughs> but it's lots of sage in the house, you know, smell like <laughs> a crazy witch lady next door. They already think I smell like crazy, but uh, not to use that word, but you know what I mean? And, uh, but I think that it's, it's a really, it's, it's important to have healthy and healthy perspective because um, if I don't, then I won't be good. My, my, I'm so sensitive to stress and and who's that helping? It's not right. helping Tracy. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Maybe yeah. in 
over, you know, you know, like over the top and not calming down and putting into perspective isn't going to help anybody. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. So that's where we're at. So I want to say yeah. thank you to everybody. Yeah. And grief is a verb member. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So when you feel it, you move it, you know, it's, we now have a great culture around us for it, but we can do it anyway. You know? yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. We make our own. We, we we rail against culture and societal <laughs> norms. So we do. <laughs> doing it our own way. It you know. seemed it seemed with all the different cultures that come at least to the states that some of the practices around death and grieving were not brought forward. So we have mm -hmm. to sort of reach back and grab or mm -hmm. feel into right now and just make it happen now. And yeah, um, because it's a really important part of the death process is to grieve whenever mm -hmm. it comes up, you know, yeah. like before they die, of course, it's anticipating right. the death as a grief, you know, mm -hmm. so it's beautiful to see it in action with all of you. Oh, yes. well, thanks, Jen. Thanks it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing it, though. We're doing it. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know what, if I can just kind of segue in because my twin mm -hmm. sister, I have a twin sister who has been walking with brain cancer for eight years mm -hmm. and has, um, she's given me permission to speak to you all about it um, openly and our walk with cannabis as well, which has been um, instrumental in I think her still being with us actually. Uh, but she did have brain scans that are showing that I believe something's returning. So we're sort Sorry. of in that place, you know, I kind of feel like this parallel hmm. situation among sisters and not quite knowing how things are going to unfold, um, mm. but staying very close and keeping the communication open. So yeah, um, cannabis oh. has been a beautiful ally for her. Um, and she was like you never, never partook in it. I never partook in it. All my friends did. I was the beer drinker and they were all smoking pot, you know, like I never was interested in it because I was too sensitive to it actually. And I would be like you, I'd end up on the couch and be antisocial and mm. not interested, but as an herbalist and a nurse and knowing the body and knowing this plant, I became much more intrigued about it as it was getting on the table to become legalized. And I'd always been for it to be legal, but I'd never, and I, you know, I didn't, um, I guess I would say, well, the joke among my, my college friends, even when I became the herbalist was that there's Jen with her bag of weed and my weeds were like nettles, dandelion yeah. leaves, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, <laughs> even still. <laughs> yeah. You're out of control, Jen, out of control. And I used to say, cause people would come into the apothecary on my property and they would say, but where's the weed? And I'd say, believe yeah. it or not, there's pounds and pounds and pounds of weed here, but not that weed. <laughs> you can bring the cops, it won't matter. It's not here. So it was always a really funny joke until it became close to get, getting legalized. And actually before that, when my sister was diagnosed with an astrocytoma, which is a very deadly brain cancer with a very poor prognosis. So she's sort of an anomaly right now because most don't live beyond a year to 18 oh, months. Wow. And she wow. just hit eight years. And at the five-year mark, we introduced cannabis into her protocol. She was not interested in cannabis at all. And so I had made tincture for her and, um, you know, hoping that maybe she would take it because it's a central nervous system plant and um, she refused. But when it came back at the five-year mark, she was like, absolutely. So mm -hmm. we were outside of the law and um, at that time and as a nurse, that was, you know, sort of a risk, but it's my twin sister and hey, mm -hmm. guess what? You know what? <laughs> yep. 
I always felt the plant should be legal anyway, and that's not a defense at all. But at the same time, I was going to do what I could for my sister. And um, since everybody around us was smoking it recreationally, why couldn't I make medicine for her? Mm-hmm. And in two months, her brain scan cleared. Two months. Mm. Wow. In eight weeks, what was wow. on there was gone. And the doctor kept us for three hours, sent her brain scans to four other neurologists around the globe the pre and the post and was like, we don't understand. It's gone. And we just sort of snickered to one another and went home. Ha ha ha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we never told the doctor because she would, she didn't want to. So, and she still hasn't told her doctor what we've done. So, mm-hmm. so that's sort of how I got kind of catapulted back to like face to face with cannabis and like to really take this plant, like to really bring this plant in, in a relationship way. You know, and I kind of talk about this with you two before. It's like having a relationship with the plants, like the way you two have a relationship, like sisters. Mm-hmm. You can get that close with plants. It's like mm-hmm. family. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you look at yes. them and you know that, that that you love them and they're taking care of you and you're taking care of them. And there's this sort of relationship. Except, except if it's Donna's plant, which will kill me in the middle of the night. Have you which seen will strangle Mac? me. You've seen Mac. Have you seen Mac? Scott, I don't mean to interrupt. We're talking about serious stuff. And I'm like, all I could think about so was funny. Mac killing me in the middle of the night. It's like a doll. So wait, I, <gasps> like Jen, Annabelle. Jen, I yeah. have a, I've talked about him before. The Patreon circle knows him well. I was given a, a oh, crown Oh, God, of don't thorns. talk about the whole thing. I was given a crown of thorns 30 years ago. Oh, beautiful. I'm not like, I'm really, at the time especially, I didn't have any plans whatsoever. But this guy stayed with me in my office for you know 27 you know for 20 something years yeah and so the pandemic hit and I brought him home and in my in a big large space he doesn't look that menacing but at this point his (laughs) his um legs and they're all thorns are like they go up and they go down and they go up like big sweeping and he has um you know little red flowers but he um he definitely has a personality. And when I brought him home, I put him in the sink and I told Chris was in his office. And I said, Chris, just so you know, I put my plant in the sink. Don't get freaked out. And he was like, what? Like, okay, I won't get freaked out. And then I went upstairs because I had like watered him to let him soak and told mm-hmm. him to get used to the, you know, being in a different space. And um, <laughs> new kind of water. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> new kind of water, new space, get used like to it. Like too. Right. Yes. Feed me. And so then I, so I was upstairs and then I heard Chris uh, go into the kitchen and I knew, I just knew I came downstairs and Chris was like, get that fucking thing out of here. <laughs> that is the scariest plan I've ever seen in my life. And then I put him outside at the door like a watchdog over the summer. And Chris got used to him. Mm-hmm. And he f- at first made fun of me for my relationship with Mac. And now he has like embraced Mac. And he like, I moved him in the living room because I got um, fostering a big fern plant. Uh-huh. Another crazy thing. <laughs> and um, and so... Fostering. <laughs> I had to move Mac because Mac does not like to be around other plants. Yeah. And Chris they came can get in. that way. Yes. <laughs> and Chris came in and was like, oh my God, you moved Mac. And I was like, I know because I can't put him near the new fern. And Chris is like, he's not going to like that. I'm like, I know. And then I had a moment in, in, I had a moment where, you know, after, after Tracy told us about her dying and, you know, of course you always, yeah you know, you think about your own mortality. And I really had a moment of like, 
who's going to take care of Mac? Like, <laughs> it's a serious situation, right? Not me. Right. Not so me. Kathy, and Kathy does not, she, she like literally physically like hunches her shoulders up <laughs> when she's around him. And I'm like, you have to just relax. He looks scarier than he is. Anyway. Hold on. I'm going to stop you right there. Yeah. Jen, I'm not exaggerating. And I tend to first story. I would, I'm telling you, I, I am not exaggerating it moves like the, like it caresses things. And then when you, it just brings itself back. It was, they had a toy giraffe and it was strangling the giraffe. And then the, and then they moved the giraffe and then the arms went back in. And I just, I, my answer is no. My answer is no. When I say he doesn't like other plants, I had like a little succulent, uh, you know, he's a succulent and I had other succulents. I have left my office on a Friday and returned on a Tuesday and a small succulent that was near it would be on the floor. So Ooh, let's just, hold on, hold on. I have more. <laughs> okay. I have more about this. A conduit, you know, in the, you know, the conjuring where they have that, that case of all the things they have their like cases Annabelle. in. Annabelle. Yep. So there's Annabelle <laughs> Mac. <laughs> that's what's happening i'm not doing it i'm calling them he I'm is not... my familiar i really do treat him like a familiar. because he's the devil the devil is inside devil. it's gonna wrap it's gonna strangle me if i die <laughs> and there's any marks it's mac it's, it's the spirit <laughs> it's the spirit of dark of donna that just channeled into this strangulation like the poltergeist clown i i don't like it at all anyway anyway, anyway i would digress anyway. But I just wanted to say about the relationship with plants plants and it can be, it can be that intimate, actually. It really, as you, as you say, it can be that intimate. It's so, (laughs) it's such a beautiful, I think a beautiful thing. And there are certain plants we resonate with and ones that we don't as well. So, right. But in, in this situation, as we speak about cannabis, so, so a couple things, cannabis offers something to us that's enticing. So there's this book called The Botany of Desire by Michael Pollan. Everyone knows Michael Pollan for all yeah. of his bread book and his cooking by the seasons. He has another book called Changing Your Mind, which is all about working with psychedelics. But his first book, which he wrote years and years ago, like 25 years ago, was called The Botany of Desire. And he wrote the book based on the fact that we think that humans cultivate plants. And his his book was about, well, no, actually it's not that, it's actually the other way around. Plants actually cultivate humans. And he used four plants to illustrate this point. I think it's his best book still. Nobody ever talks about this book anymore in his big famous circles, but I think his first book was phenomenal. I think Changing Your Mind was a really good book too, but I, this book was just, he was a young man, he was just, he, he worked with um, tulips for beauty because mm-hmm. we are very motivated by beauty, humans. We mm-hmm. change our heart and our mind by looking at something beautiful. We're very visually stimulated. So beauty and tulips was his example. And if you look at the history of the tulip industry, and it was all because of the beauty that mm-hmm. drove us to create that industry. Potatoes, because it has the starches and the deep minerals from being a, you know offering nourishment, mm-hmm. from being deeply rooted in the ground. Um, so he talked a quarter of the book is about potatoes. A quarter of it's about tulips. A quarter of it is about apple for sweetness, because mm-hmm. we require sweetness, not just in like the taste, like glucose, cause we can't think without glucose. Like we have to have 
um, sugar in these bodies in order to function, but not like cane sugar eating. I mean, like there's a recycling of sugar for us to function uh, physiologically. So we need that for energy, for creation of energy. And, um, and then cannabis was his fourth plant that he talked about for consciousness changing. Mm-hmm. And these four things motivate humans to change the landscape so that, because how would a potato compete with a forest? or cannabis or mm-hmm. or a tulip you right. know like who's going to yeah. clear the forest someone with hands and a brain to figure out if we clear the forest and work the soil and plant all of this then we have all of that so right. his whole point was that these plants offer things that entice us and what we do is we end up in relationship with them and they end up changing and we end up changing in that mm-hmm. relationship with one another oh. okay so okay. It's a beautiful read if you ever get a chance. Big good one for the winner to to just read it. It's a really good one, and it does change your concepts around being human, you know, and thinking that that we're running everything here because we're not, you know. Hmm. So that's uh, interesting. Yeah, it's really interesting to think about. Like, look at what cannabis is doing. Look at how it's changing the consciousness so rapidly and in, be, in just becoming legal, and how it's changing the way people are thinking or the way people are actually approaching a plant that should be grown in every vegetable garden. Everybody should be able to grow this plant in their vegetable garden if they want to, you know, and it should be no big deal, but it's so taboo and such a big deal right now. There are people sitting in jail because of one joint. Uh, That makes no sense. And there are people driving down the road with five pounds in their car and it's legal, you know, and we haven't fixed this mess yet, but like the whole thing is just, and the plant is extremely, um, like abundance economy, like the whole thing is medicinal. You can use the root, you can use the leaf, you can use the flower, you can use the seed. Everything is medicinal. You can make fabric with it and paper and all of these things. And it's just like, it grows very fast. Um, it's, it lends itself to being close to humans all the time and to be, um, you know. So we're in that sort of that period of getting reacquainted with it. So people are still snickering, like, you know, I still have doctors snickering about this plant, like everybody just wants to get high. And I said, well, you know, actually, you know, people really want this plant because there's a lot of things that it can help with. And so you look funny when you snicker and you don't want to really talk to your patients about it. Really, your patients want you to know about this plant and respectfully so, so that if it's the right plant for them because they have a seizure disorder or they right. have an incapacitating right. anxiety disorder. Or um, I just had a woman report to me today that microdosing with this plant has completely um, backed her hot flashes up from menopause, mm. like a manageable, perfect place for her where she's like, oh yeah, I can do this. It's totally, and she's just taking like 30 drops a day of the tincture and that's it. Mm. That's amazing. And, and she didn't take it for that. She noticed that that was what was happening. Oh, so interesting. She took it for mood stabilization because she's, you know, perimenopausal, menopausal. She's ready to, you know, like rip everybody's head off. And she's yeah. like, I'm angry all the time. And I'm just, so she's taking three doses a day. It's managing her anger, but she knows her hot flashes have come down. Huh. And this plant has a direct effect on the endocrine system, you know, which is where your hot flashes are mm-hmm. being generated mm-hmm. from. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's interesting, Jen. Um, in 2009, uh, Donovan, when Donovan went to Four Winds and they had just did this big study about uh, giving children who had seizures mm-hmm. cannabis. Yeah, right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we're, you know, informed based decisions. I was like, you know, Donovan, they were giving him Depakote 
as yeah. uh you know as a mood stabilizer yeah. uh and i'm like that makes no sense if you're giving him uh, anti-seizure medicine can we give him cannabis Mm-hmm. But because it wasn't legal, the answer was obviously no. No. All the therapists were like, yes. And mm-hmm. all the doctors were like, no. no. Except for one side went, oh, you know, no, you know. And so Donovan and I were talking. Now, he's been on 25 different kinds of psychotropic cocktails, they call it, you know, mm-hmm. uh, in his life. So I know every psychotropic, mm-hmm. what kind of side effects there are. Um, so Donovan had, and it's okay, I have permission to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's been on Thorazine for 15 years. So mm-hmm. Thorazine has been a constant clonidine, not clonopin, but clonidine, mm-hmm. uh, lithium and, um, clon, uh, not clonopin, um, Neurontin. Mm-hmm. So those are the four major ones that, that he has and adding one or two here and there. And the side effects are now coming to fruition Mm -hmm. after 15 years being on this. Mm -hmm. So Donovan has always wanted to be med free. He, he, he's like, the only thing he likes is the Thorazine. He's like, every day is Saturday. (laughs) When he was a little kid, kid, we were in Hershey park and I can't remember, he was really little and, and we were at Hershey park and I said, um, I said something like, oh, we're, we're celebrating, you know, it's a relaxing day because today is Saturday. And Donovan said, I'm on Thorazine every day is Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> He's so funny. He's so like 12 funny. years old. That so is so philosopher. So funny. funny. <laughs> so he's so clear on how medication works. And he's like, so mm-hmm. he likes, he likes Thorazine and he likes um, clonidine, mm-hmm. and those two you have like an immediate effect of that. And he said that clonidine, he feels it very shortly after he takes it, and it's the has been the least restrictive out of all. Like we've had the least amount of side effects. Nice. So Donovan has because of the lithium has severe weight gain, yeah. and he doesn't like that. And we're trying mm-hmm. to wean him off, but we can't. Like he, right. I think the the Neurontin and the combination of Neurontin and lithium has his weight has gotten a little out of control and he's always mindful of it. He's not like a bat. He's not a terrible eater, you know, Mm -hmm. and he's very conscious of it. He'll eat a salad. No problem. Mm -hmm. So his blood pressure now is high Mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm upset about that because I have high blood pressure and I had a stroke. So it's, and then my father, our father, it's not my father, our father, Mm -hmm. um, had, um, congestive heart failure, he's had heart issues, and my mother as well. So it's in our family. And so Donovan and I were having a conversation about what now that he's 19, going to be 20. And and he, he's, he's not limited in the understanding of what medicine, how medicine makes him feel. Mm-hmm. And that's the conversation. How does medicine make you feel? Right. And he said, if I could keep my Thorazine, keep my Clonidine, um, and maybe have pot, how do you think that would, how do you think I would do with that? And he go, and I said, well, that's very open of you. And of course I would support you in 
how that would make you feel. And I, he says, can we try the gummies? Cause I don't want to smoke it. Mm-hmm. And then he went on, <laughs> then he went on telling me how I said, well, have you ever smoked anything? Like I'm thinking like he's been in residential right. and he said the staff person has been fired since, but when he was uh, 15, <laughs> he said there was a group of them standing outside while the staff, one of the staff people were having a break and they, they let him vape. So here's these special needs kids vaping. Kind of lower systems, you know. Speaking of him, he's calling me right now. Tell him he's got to stop. We're working. And so, and so he's so funny. And so, um, and I just spoke to him too. And, and I said to him, I said, well, I, and I, well, he's like, you're not mad. And I said, actually, I said, it's the most normal thing a teenager does is vape. Mm -hmm. You didn't smoke crack. Did the person give you crack? No, mom. Did you want to have more? No. Did he give you a shot of whiskey? No. I said, Mm -hmm. how did it make you feel? He's like, it was gross. It tasted like mint something. I don't know. (laughs) But he was describing the other kids taking it. And it's very funny. I won't get into it. (laughs) So he said he doesn't like to smoke it. So So I don't. Yeah. So, so what, what, what can we do? What, what's, what would I, how do I introduce, cause I'm open to it and I know yeah. the doctors now would be, um, what, how, how would I start that process? So there's a couple of ways. Let's talk about, there's, there's three ways that I, three different products that I like to recommend people experiment with first. And one is to have a, to, First of all, consider whole plant products where the whole plant is in the product. You have a lot of these concentrates where they're, they're pressing the cannabis and they're concentrating it into THC and CBD compounds that don't exist in the plant in its natural form. They're actually condensing it. So you're bringing in way higher concentrations into our physiology. And what we're seeing is we're seeing heart dysrhythmias, people going into um, rapid heart rates like SVT and things like that. Is that from and CBD? I'm sorry to interrupt. That would be from the THC, from very high THC okay. levels. Very high THC levels. Okay. People think more is better and very high THC levels um, can be very agitating to the heart. It's just too stimulating to the heart. Okay. That's the stimulating side of cannabis. Okay. The sedating side of cannabis is the CBD, and there are many different CBDs. There's CBN and CBD and CBN1. There's like a whole different classification, and there's still labeling new compounds within this plant too. The plant's very complex. So, um, so the tincture is made with the dried flowers that are decarboxylated and we can talk more about that if we want to you decarboxylate the flowers basically means you introduce them to heat so that they um, convert the psychotropic compounds into a usable form in the body okay and then it's made into a tincture which basically means it's soaked in a high alcohol content so it's very concentrated into like a tincture bottle okay so that's Mm -hmm. one way it has all the compounds in it from the whole plant Another way is to make the butters, but and you, I think coconut oil is better than like cow butter. I like coconut oil okay. products better. It has a really long shelf life and it really pulls the full spectrum of the plant and it makes a really dark green oil. And then you can dose with the oil by eating it. That's an edible. The tincture is an edible. So these, so when these go into your body, they have to go into your stomach and then go through the liver, through the digestive tract to the liver. 
in order to get activated in your system. So they can take 45 minutes to an hour to activate. Okay. As opposed to smoking it or um, dry, I like the dry, there's dry vape little devices that only heat to about 380 to 420 degrees. Because when you when you use a, you know, traditionally people used a bong or a pipe or they rolled it into paper, when you use it that way, you light a match to it and the combustion kills 90% of the medicine hmm. because the match is so hot. Interesting. But when you only warm it to less than 425 degrees and you, and you work with it slowly, like say over 15 or 20 minutes, it a, has a completely different effect on the body. First of all, you get more of the medicine because you're not destroying it from the combustion process. And second of all, it gives you a more, a, like a more, um, a more rapid delivery through the lungs, okay. the capillary beds of the lungs. So if you have anxiety or pain that is completely out of control, then taking it into the body through the lungs is the fastest way to get the system reset. And then you follow it with something like eating it or, you know, through tincture or oil form in order to meet when, because when we take it in through the lungs, it only lasts about four hours. And if you're working on pain management or even managing anxiety and mood, we want more than four hours, you know, and you also can't control your dose as well when you're working with a kind of a vaping smoking situation. Like you sit there and it's all of a sudden, oops, too much. You can't really, you know, mm. take it away. You know, right. what I mean? um, it works very fast and you don't need a lot. The same is true with dosing with the tincture and the oil, but you can start with micro doses. So you can start to see where your threshold is. You know, you take one drop and you wait 45 minutes to an hour and then you check in with yourself. Do I feel altered at all? <laughs> you know? And if you don't, you can try again at two drops three drops, four drops, mm -hmm. but always wait that hour. And when you, you find that dose, that's like, oh, I only need three drops. And I just feel like the sun shining today, you know, and I mm -hmm. can get through my day. It's not that you're high. It's not that you're altered that way. Like my sister doesn't like to feel altered. That's mm -hmm. why she doesn't like this plant. She doesn't want to feel altered. So mm -hmm. she takes hers before bed so that she literally sleeps through the altered state. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I so, would agree with that. I don't like everybody that has a different mm -hmm. way. But if you want to work with it during your day, if you notice that you're particularly scattered and you can't seem to focus or, you know, you're or if you can't get off the couch, you're really depressed, you're really struggling that way, the different strains will address these different states. And then you start with, I like to start with a microdose. I think microdosing is a phenomenal way. It's like Matthew Woods is a very well-known herbalist and he calls, he is always microdosed with full strength tinctures of all plants, all herbal plants. And that's his sort of signature way of practice that's very different than everybody else, where I would say take 30 drops of dandelion root, he'll say take three. Because if you can do it with three drops, why would you take 30? Let's conserve our medicine, you know? So his term is that it's like a nudge. It's a nudge to the system because we're mostly water. So when you introduce this into our waters, it actually can, even in that tiny dose, it moves through the waters and it actually mm -hmm. can affect the whole system. So. Mm -hmm try the lowest dose and let's can we get away from being proud of how much you can consume and still walk you know 
like, can we forget that? And can we go right. to like, how little do we need in order to change my system? Like mm. for your son, I would say, absolutely try him. I would probably consider edibles for him. And I yeah. would consider that he do these tiny doses till he finds that threshold where he feels good. He knows he's not altered or too yeah. altered. He's functional. And it's contributing to his day and to the combination with his medications because you can take these with certain medications, you know. Yeah, you're gonna have to yeah. go through the doctors, and they're probably going to have to have a say in what goes with. Oh, blood. we have we have such uh, we have amazing practitioners. I, I'm telling you, they're amazing. Yeah. So uh, you know, as long as it's legal, you know, and that's yeah. the conversation, then that's that was the issue because they all were like they couldn't say anything, although yeah. they probably felt at that time. That it would be a good idea. The fact I think that Donovan's... Tinct... I actually think the tincture might be. How old is he? He's nineteen. Okay, so he's not twenty-one. They could get weird with the alcohol then. So then maybe mm. you would work with edibles. Yeah. yeah, he said he. But he, I, I trust him with how he feels. Like I wouldn't have done this before, but he's he presented it himself to me. He's the one that mm -hmm. that brought it up. And I was really proud of him. And um, he said he he watches you because he watches YouTube at home. And he's like, you know, I don't know what he's watching, but he said that he got some information from YouTube and wanted to talk about it. And I right. think the way he was talking, it seemed like he looked up something that was reasonable. Right. Um, so I'm excited yeah. for him to be independent and making these decisions for his body. That's making sense. It's not like yes. he's like, I want off all medicine and I don't, and I don't. he's like, what would be better for me? Cause he's worried about diabetes. He's right. worried about a heart attack. He's, he's very conscious about his body. And yeah. I would love to find an alternative thing for right. him. And mm -hmm. so I'm glad we're having this conversation. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And then there are, you know, there's all kinds of different strains so he can basically I would say the dispensaries seem to be the really most beautiful place where people really know the strains. I mean, I, I actually really like to promote growing your own and I know that not everybody can do that, but I want to share in here a couple of resources if you think you want to try, because while it's not legal in New York to grow your own yet, they're working on that. Every state around us can, which is ridiculous. You know, because I can drive an hour that way and it's yeah. okay. You know, it's yeah. just like it makes Stupid. no sense. It's a plan. But, mm -hmm. but in the meantime, many people are growing already and have been growing since before they even legalized it. So many people have been growing. And if you have a more secluded property, you can do that. You can learn how to grow indoors. But I would say that um, the best resource, if you want to learn about growing this plant, because I think the best medicine actually comes from a plant that you tend to. So if you can, if you can get a couple of grow lights in your house and grow one plant and just learn something from that plant, get into a relationship the way you are, Donna, with your plant, you know, like you get into a relationship with it. It's hilarious to be around this plant too. It's a very happy plant. And it's a funny, it's kind of, it's just, it's a funny plant to be around. It's really interesting plant to be around. So the herbalist, she's an herbalist. Her name is Tammy Sweet, uh, T-A-M-M-I Sweet, W or S-W-E-E-T. And she is at heartstoneherbals.com. Uh, and she has a book. Um, she is a biophysiologist. She's been teaching anatomy and physiology to at a university for years. And she has a book here and you can see that it's well read because I've got all my notes mm -hmm. in here. But it's, this is her book. 
and yeah, let me take a picture it's holistic learning healing guide cannabis it says yeah you can go right on google and you can google it and okay. um it's in amazon or you can go and buy it directly from her yeah so in here she puts quite a bit of her um what she's super beautiful at is taking the biophysiology taking the real complex science and turning it into an understandable language for us regular folk that don't hang out in those circles. Mm. And so in a nutshell, cannabis makes chemicals, okay, that our body makes. So we have an internal system, an endocannabinoid system is the name of it. And our endocannabinoid system makes cannabinoids for us. It's endo means inside. So endocannabinoid system, it's part of our nervous system. This is how long we've been walking with this plant. We have a special sector in our nervous system just for the chemicals that this plant makes, which is phenomenal. It tells you it's been tens of thousands of years that we've been probably, you know, as long as man has been walking, man probably, man and woman have been walking, they have found these um, psychotropic plants and have been walking with them. We have a special part of the nervous system that makes the same chemicals. So when our system goes off offline and it's not making the right um, these chemicals alter our mood. They affect our sleep. They affect our perception of pain. They affect a lot of things, <laughs> but mm -hmm. um, those are like the top ones that we're really interested in when we work with this particular plant. So when our system goes offline, all of those things can get a little wonky and just a tiny little bit, like I said, like that microdose, like three drops of tincture every day at the same time, either before bed or when you get up in the morning, and just do that for a month and watch how you can almost get your own inside system to, to reboot. Hmm. It's like rebooting. It sounds like that's what your son knows is that if you yeah. work with this plant, it doesn't mean yeah. don't take my medicine. I probably need these medications because sometimes you do need certain yeah, medications. He needs those medications. That's yes. it. Yeah. But he may not need as many medications as he has. And he knows that if he walks with this plant just a little bit, it might just turn on his his own system it might reboot his own internal system which is what i think this plant does it actually hmm. entrains that part of our body to say oh right even though life is hard and i went offline boom oh i can reboot and i can get back online again you know and it That'd seems amazing that this is what this plant is able to do this is its superpower with humans and it's beautiful ways and, I, and i think that's why it's i'm sorry to interrupt i i'm sorry about that but i i what made me think about it of course it's a super plant and of course um uh the government or whatever regulates is making it hard for us to to use it because then much. all the pharma will lose money because this one plant can do so much and that's a really sad and awful thing however i mean i am grateful for certain western medicine that has helped us along the way i feel like there has to be a regulating process uh to make this balance so people can can get it and yeah. not um you know and not, not be hurt that way. It makes right. me sad. So, and uh, you're right. You're absolutely right. But I don't know that it should be in the hands of big pharma either because they're just cloning. They're not well, actually- no, yeah, I don't want them to have quali it, right. Their quality is, is questionable at times and it's becoming very mechanized and it's not really about relationship to the plant. So when you grow your own or, or let's say like for me, I'm looking for licensing to grow for my sister, you know, because she mm -hmm. can't grow because of this reason and that reason, but I can, and I actually can get permission to grow for, for her through certain licensing. And actually New oh. York is getting very creative. New York is coming up with 
other classifications, and they're not all figured out yet, but there's going to be a seed to product classification of farming that's going to be like a micro farm, like the, all the microbreweries. Yeah. It's going to be somewhere uh, in there uh -huh. where you'll be able to grow your own plants, certain number every year, and bring them all the way to a product that you can actually sell on the market. I don't oh, know how. Good. I don't know how they're going to regulate that in New York. It sounds really complicated. But what I am for is that people are allowed to grow their own because I think the most important thing is that we're sharing seeds. You yeah. need to be mm -hmm. sharing the seeds among our, you know, uh, you know, so you can say, well, you know, Johnny can't get off the couch because his girlfriend left him and you know, blah, 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 and this, that, and the other thing, and he's depressed, depressed, depressed. Well, there's a certain kind of plant that's going to really help him. And so somebody would say, hey, you really need to go down and see neighbor Joyce because she's got a strain that's fantastic for getting mm -hmm. you off the, off the couch. And then when everybody starts to have these different seeds mixing, and it's a wind-pollinated plant, so as they grow and they new strains are created just like humans like we're mm -hmm. a genetic you know a, a genetic combination of our parents the same thing is happening with cannabis and it's all wind pollinated so um you know the changes are that's so interesting that yeah. is really interesting yeah. and if I'm you like... have them in grow houses and they're just cloned like they have a mother plant they just keep cloning from and cloning yeah. from and cloning yeah. from and cloning from so that they can keep the strains exact 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 we'll call it the giver but do we really want something that mechanized because then is it still right. cannabis or is it something else like cannabis is really a living breathing system that has its own body and its own roots and stems and leaves and it actually has its reproductive cycle and it walks side by side with us and we have the freedom to procreate like that too we're not cloning ourselves and cloning ourselves and cloning ourselves either Right. So why are we? Why not walk together under the same circumstances and conditions? And wow! How things turn out. Whoa! Yeah. That is yeah. amazing, Jen. That's amazing. I feel like so I'm taking a deep breath. Yeah. So I want. The, I that's want. Amazing. I want us to be able to grow. Like okay. I want us. Yeah. I want everyone to be able to grow or know someone who grows. And then. And well, then, thank God we know um, you. So then, when it happens, it's, it's we're very lucky because I luck has a whole different huh? meaning in the future. Exactly. Very clever, Don. Very clever. As I said, it should be one of the plants. <laughs> it should be one of the plants in every vegetable garden. It should be no big deal. It should be, oh, right. wow, look at your gorgeous tomatoes. Your cannabis is great. Look at your yeah. rosemary. You know, it should just be like that. It should be yeah. no big deal. I am, I have, I, my thumb is not working. Like, I don't know what I, I've been very lucky um, with some no, of the you've plants. you've been doing good. Not bad. The inside plants, I, I seem to, yeah. I don't have a, it's not my natural knack of things. I can do other things. You gotta connect right. with them. You know what? what they need. I'm sure they will. When they whisper, <laughs> I'm going to kill you in your sleep. And then I'm like, oh. <laughs> I, you know, but that's okay because that's when you go to somebody who knows what they're doing and right. is a natural neck. And right. that's why we have you, Jen, who's amazing. Right. And, and that's I've had your the, pictures. And that's the, that's the other thing. I mean, we have to remember that you don't, not everybody wants to do everything either. You know what I mean? Like my sister's not going to grow and she's not going to make tincture. I happen to love yeah. doing those things. So it's a different, mm -hmm. we, we go together nice, you know, but um, I, I think that, you know, Tammy, Tammy's website is beautiful and her book is beautiful, but she has a grow class. It's called grow exclamation point. It's oh. big, like mm -hmm. exclamation point with grow capital letters. And it's how to grow yourself. And she has hundreds of students. I was in her class last year during the pandemic. 
the night that the shutdown happened in New York, I got an email from her that she was closing the doors on her grow class. And I didn't even know about it because I don't know what I was doing because I was getting put in COVID cases in the hospital and I was losing my mind. And then I saw that her class was closing and I went, oh my goodness. And I hit buy and click. And in the morning when I woke up, I said to Jay and Cyrus, I'm like, guess what? We're going to learn how to grow cannabis for the pandemic. They're like, what? You're the best mom ever, he said. Everybody else is baking banana bread. And Jen's like, we're, we're going to smoke yeah, cannabis. And they both said to me, what? I said, yeah, it just hit me last night. And so we had this wild ride of figuring out a hybrid grow and you know, took a risk. And I just was determined because I feel like what I can grow is going to be far better for my sister than what we get yes. from like the, yeah. all that stuff out there. Well, she is so lucky to have so, you. Jen. So lucky so, to have you. Yeah. And so learning how to grow if you want to learn how to grow, you can learn how to grow with Tammy. She's fantastic. And then if you want to learn how to make medicine, she has a medicine making course too. So you don't have to grow if you, you can actually buy, she is a, she owns a hemp farm that is a mm. CBD licensed uh, hemp farm in Ithaca. And she grows, I don't know how many, like 150, 200 plants a year or something like that. And once you're on her mailing list and have gone through her classes, you have access to um, quarter ounce um, bags of cured flour and her medicine making class. If you go through it once, then you know how to make your own tincture, make your own oil and have flour for the low temperature vaping and mm. you have the three medicines mm. and you can do it that way. So she's a really great resource here in New York and she's been um, doing some beautiful work, just mm, trying thanks, to Jen. keep, keep it with, keep it with us versus keeping it in the hands of the pharmaceutical. Yes. Yes. hundred yeah. percent. Mm. Oh yeah, my gosh. Like a, I don't, I feel like, um, you know, like an info dump, like I'm processing it. Yeah, it's a lot of information. But the good thing is, when you're listening to the podcast, you can stop and go back and listen. So this is very informative. And I think that you're an amazing resource, Jen, um, for this and the and the, you know, the conversation of there's, there's no more to me, there's no it's not a moral conversation anymore. This is about healing, you got to do what you got to do. Because Uh, so many people have uh, autoimmune deficiencies and nervous mm-hmm. disorders and, um, you know, whatever else, anxiety, depression, mm-hmm. we're, mm-hmm. we're all so imbalanced from all the processed foods and all the overstimulation and the stress that our, uh, you know, our environment and what's around us that we, we have to click back and we, we yeah. got to use what we can that's going to make us feel better that makes sense. Yeah. And, and, you know, it took us a long time, you know, for me, took me a long time to learn about what food really does, because it's not how we were brought up. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're pasta and meat, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and a salad, you know, pasta, meat and salad, you know. Um, And now that we're three quarters of the way there, it's like, oh, well, food is making me feel better. What else can make me feel better? And I am very grateful for the, for the medication that I take. I don't take many, I take two, mm-hmm. but and very low doses of it for my thyroid, for my no mm-hmm. thyroid and my high blood pressure. And I yeah. maintain the rest with food and I'm right. so grateful. So I'm ready to take the next step. Yeah. I just can't get high because I will lose my relationship. Yeah. I will be licking and dancing <laughs> and I, I do not like to be out of control. So, right. And I mean, why yeah. not with this, with, with a small dose, see what this plant has to offer you 
you know, when you just take one drop or two drops and yeah. see, like I said, I just got a, a message from a woman today who was taking it for another reason. It was like, oh, by the way, my hot flashes are almost gone. Yeah. And I'm not angry. And she wasn't taking it for, for that. She was taking it for feeling depressed and, you know, sort of yeah. all over the place with yeah. her mood and stuff. But yeah. she's, noticed, she's noticing these other things in just this tiny nudgy dose. You know, yeah, it's awesome. Bit, a little bit. Awesome. So yeah, less, sometimes less is more and um, yeah, like we don't have to be, we don't have to be doing all of that. We don't have to be doing all of that. No, we're always excessive. Getting stoned out of our gourd, you know, that's not necessary. It's not um, fun. Start making out with people. So Jen, (laughs) Jen, I just have one last question before we head out. Yes. So where are we at with, if you know that, where are we at with making this like legal, what's legal and what's not legal? Like we can go, like, I see all these dispense, I said depends, (laughs) dispensaries. We have, we have like two or three of them just around us. Um, What's legal and what's not legal? Um, Well, I don't know. Things are changing rapidly. I mean, you're not allowed to grow. No, we're not doing that. New York. Nobody's going to. In New York. In New York. In New York. Right. I, I still think you should learn how because mm-hmm. it's going to it's gonna come. But mm-hmm. um, that's people's choice. You know, and I don't mm-hmm. mean just you two. I mean, whoever's right. listening. Like, if you're interested in our, are intrigued, and if I did my job well today, something intrigued you. Like, maybe you want to learn how to make a tincture, or maybe you want to mm-hmm. just get a book and read mm-hmm. it open mindedly, you know, or get on somebody, you know, Tammy's mailing list. Um, what's we can have up to five pounds of dried flour in our possession and not be in trouble. It's a lot. Five pounds of flour. Yeah. Oh. A lot. Okay. That's a lot of flour. It's like a gym bag. Dang. <laughs> Donna says, dang, son. That's a yeah. lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's plenty for a whole household to make some tincture, make some oil, you know, <laughs> yeah. have some, you know, whatever, some, okay. you know, whatever you want to make. But, um, now the cost of it is really prohibitive though like dispensary pricing is really off the charts and very difficult for people to afford so that's where growing your own can be very enticing because the price comes down significantly especially if you know a little bit about growing then um, you know that soil is everything so that's what you, that's what tracy's issue was is that it got too expensive she did it a little bit for her pain and yeah. unfortunately now she's on um morphine and methadone well morphine's from poppies and that's a beautiful plant okay. i would say that that's, that's okay. a really it's the only way you're going to work with a poppy is through okay. pharmaceutical morphine okay i would say if it's helping her that's a that's a great it's good one. okay yeah. You can send her pictures of poppies and say, here's, here's where it comes from. <laughs> yeah. yes. Here's where it, it's actually plugged into the earth at some point, if you follow it back. Mm-hmm. That's it. So, okay. Well, thank you so much, Jen. Um, Donna, is there any, anything before else? Before we go, I just yeah. want Jen to remind everybody how to find you and follow you. Ah, so I am on the internet at eldermoonschool.net or just look up, you can Google eldermoonschool. And I am on uh, Patreon too, Patreon as well. And that's Elder Moon School as well. If you just go in there and it'll come up right away. Those are my two main places. I'm on Instagram and Facebook. I've been very quiet lately because we did have a lot of um, family changes. We had three deaths in the family. I'm so sorry. So we're sort of rocked from that. And 
I've been very quiet on social media, um, but I'm there. Like every now and then I just blip a little, oh, I'm here, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> taking a pause. And I think it's uh, necessary for all of us at times to just pause. 100%. And, absolutely. Yeah. Take, a sh take a change, like change it yeah. up a little bit. So yeah. I've been in a, a pretty deep pause right now and um, I feel things stirring and you know, things are moving and I'm definitely have classes that are still going. I'm meeting all those responsibilities and I'm making medicine for people and all of that. I love that. I'm just not spending so much time with the social media. Stuff. Right. Yeah, I get it. Well, yeah. Jen, our hearts are my our hearts are with yeah. you. I'm sorry for yeah. your loss. Yeah, it's been yeah. an intense year. Beautiful, yeah. you know, a lot of changes, but um, unexpected changes. But um, resiliency is one of our superpowers as humans. And um, that's another one that cannabis helps us with <laughs> is resiliency. So how to bounce back when things get really challenging mm -hmm. um, is a good, a good That's one. a good podcast. That's yeah. a good po podcast, Jen. Mm -hmm. How to yeah. bounce back. Resiliency. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's talk back. about resilience. Let's, let's do <laughs> yeah. it. Do it. Back. I'm writing this down. We're going to do it's it. It's going to be the next one. Yeah. Jen, all right. We're going to have you back, of course. Love you both. This oh, is awesome. Oh, love you so much. And love yeah. to Josh. Yes. yes. Josh, our king. And to your sister. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I mean, Thank you. I'm, Thanks. So it's so hard, but it's also so beautiful to see the conversations happening and to think about her transitioning with you two helping this side, family on the other side, and yeah, making that pact to connect. You know, I had a dear friend of mine that was like a sister die when I was 20 old as I, she was 26 and I was 23. And she had two children and I had to go and like retrieve her babies from the hospital. Oh. And it was the hardest thing in the world, but it was the most phenomenal death experience because we were able to learn how to communicate between the worlds. And she yeah. taught me that. Yeah. And so there was, there were, and, and I, you know, I, I always, I've never forgotten that. I've never forgotten same, that. I had the yeah. same experience at 22. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My best friend died in my arms and oh, I was definitely goodness. not living any kind of spiritual existence yeah. or consciousness at that time. Mm -hmm. And it was like the last gift he gave me. Yeah. It was such mm -hmm. a spiritual experience. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I know I wasn't losing my mind and I know I was completely awake and conscious for it where people yeah. have said mm -hmm. to me, I don't know, maybe you were just so grief stricken. I was very, I was sober as mm -hmm. I was yeah. sober as noon. It was like, Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so um, I've, I've said I've been lucky enough to be uh, present at three births and now and three deaths. Mm -hmm. And they are all equally amazing and yeah. a blessing. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, Kathy and I sit here and, you know, we have a fucking podcast and talk about this shit all the time. We <laughs> have to walk the walk, you know, it, like Kathy said, it's like yeah. we talk about the other side all the time being part of our every day. Yeah. And so why would we lament the fact that our sister is taking a step over? Yes, we wish it was in 20 years. Yes, of course. Yeah, of course. But it's inevitable. We're all going to make that step over. And so, right. yeah. you know, hell is other people. And it's, I believe it's here. It's this plane. The next plane is, you know, that's where the party's at. And yeah. Hell's to yeah. the yeah. Yeah, so. Hells to the yeah. That's what I say. I got to keep myself here. Remember, I got work to do. I got work you to know, do. When, 
you know, when dad was literally passing, like literally in the moments, you know, Kathy and I were like chanting, go, 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 you know, and we, we listen to other people who talk, you know, they're crying at the deathbed of their loved ones saying, don't go, don't go. Mm -hmm. And we made a conscious choice to say, yes, of course we selfishly would love to have him in our lives. Yeah. You know, for all of our days, that's not possible, but you know, we can't, we can't keep him here on earth with us. It wasn't his time. It was his yeah. time to go. Be so selfish. we were like, we just kept saying, go, it's awesome. We can't, you know, go yeah. tell everybody we said, hi. Yeah. I said, make yeah. a right. Don't make a left. And he would laugh, <laughs> make a right dad, go in like the airport, make a right. We'll see the sign. Up and Mama. over. My, gra- my <laughs> grandfather used to say that way. You go up and then over. Not yeah. that way, that exactly. way. Exactly. That's what Kathy was doing. He was like, okay, okay, right. And then he'd go, right. I'm going to make a right and he would laugh he's so great yeah all right Aww. yeah sweet well, things thank sweet you things. jen thank you until next time yes yes until next, time. Next, next time, time. Right. okay bye don bye kath all right love you bye jen love you too bye. Open up my window To substitute outside I don't wanna feel The sunshine I want to sleep